Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of o- November, not October, November 9th, 2020. We do not need any more 2020 than we've already had. I am Scouter Ken, and I am once again recording from St. Albert, Alberta. Just a quick note at the start of this week's episode couple of bits of news from a couple of different Scouts Canada councils. These aren't linked in the show notes, but they're worth mentioning even so. This is kind of late breaking stuff that has just happened in the last day or so. So effective today, Northern Lights Council, which is my council of Scouts Canada, has reverted back to stage one of Scouts Canada's pandemic response plan. And that means that we are doing virtual scouting only for the next couple of weeks. This mainly in response to the rising number of coronavirus cases in Alberta. The provincial government here issued some new restrictions and regulations yesterday um, concerning things like indoor sports and other group activities. And so Northern Lights Council has made the decision to um, suspend, not descend, my goodness, I'm just all over the place today, suspend in-person activities until further notice, at least for a couple of weeks. On the other hand, if you're in Battlefields Council out in Ontario, you have evidently progressed to stage four of the pandemic response plan, which means that indoor in-person meetings are again something that you get to do. So congratulations. That's really, really awesome news. Very, very happy for our friends out in Battlefields Council. I don't know if the province of Ontario has relaxed its restrictions on camping, but on the off chance that it has, that also means that Battlefields Council can go camping. All sections, overnight, in tents, which is pretty cool. Some sad news out of England, the Down Scout Activity Centre, which is on the border between the Bromley and Kent counties in the UK, uh, which was set up in 1929 by Lord Baden-Powell himself as a training facility for scout leaders, is evidently going to be sold. The Hostel and Conference Centre, Baden-Powell House, which is in South Kensington District of London, is also being sold. And all of this is in response to a drastic downturn in income that the Scout Association in the UK has suffered since March. We talked a little bit about this in last week's Scouting 5. Numerous scout groups there kind of on the verge of closing down for lack of funding and of course a three million pound shortfall in the Scout Association's overall operating budget. And so their response, one of their responses has been to sell off a couple of properties. It's unfortunate to see them go, though it does make sense because of course property is expensive to manage especially for non-profit organizations. The down site comprises 86 acres, mostly of woodland, uh, and regularly welcomed prior to the pandemic around 20,000 annual visitors, offering day visits, residential experiences for scouts and guides, schools and other youth groups, as well as activities, things like abseiling, archery, and shelter building. This is all part of a broader initiative, though, announced recently by the Scout Association to come up with a new plan for supporting its youth memberships, stabilizing the movement's finances, and safeguarding its future. Overall, they are moving ahead with three separate measures, reducing staff headcount, selling property, and then launching a major national fundraising campaign. This plan will provide immediate support to local scout groups, keeping essential services running and protecting the future of the now 113-year-old scouting movement in England and the United Kingdom. Regarding staff reductions, many other charities have also been making this decision, uh, but the Scout Association has now also taken on itself to remove some members from their valued staff team. 
we call these layoffs. In England, they're called redundancies. In total, they're removing about 100 positions, roughly 30% of their workforce, and resulting in a net savings annually of around 2.27 million pounds. At the same time, of course, they're trying to focus on maintaining key services, especially safeguards and program delivery and volunteer recruitment. The property reductions and the ones that you know were mentioned down in Baden-Powell House may not be the only ones. Going forward, the Scout Association has decided to reduce to four directly operated centres. Gilwell Park, Yulebury, Great Tower, and Hawkehurst. They are currently working with counties who own other facilities, um, Budden's, Woodhouse Park, to identify good operating models for those centres in the future. And of course, they're selling off some of the other properties. Centres in Scotland and Wales, by the way, are not affected by these changes. So any scouting centres in those countries will continue to operate as normal and as scouting facilities. And finally, they have a huge fundraising campaign lined up to help those 500 plus groups hardest hit by the crisis, the ones we discussed last week. And it's hashtag race around the world. They're inviting every scout and their parents and families to travel a sponsored mile or more in their local areas any way they would like to help their team travel a total of 43,000 miles, which is about the circumference of the Earth. There are four teams that are led by scout ambassadors Tim Peake, Ellie Simmons, Steve Backshall, Helen Glover, Saray Kumalo, Ed Stafford, Megan Hine, and Dwayne Fields. They're aiming to raise £300,000 in total to help keep these scout groups up and running. This next one comes from Scouts Canada and was actually sent in on a tip from a listener, from uh, Scouter Brent, who wrote in and said that their beavers recently completed, this would be with the 6th Chilliwack Scouts in British Columbia, recently completed a long overdue North Star Award project. And they did such a cool job that it actually made the local paper, the Chilliwack, progress. The Beavers donated nearly $500 worth of pajamas to the Cyrus Center there. So this was a project put together by three members of the six Chilliwack Beavers. This was the community service project that is the capstone for the North Star Award. They had actually been working on a pajama drive for the Cyrus Center since February. But of course, when the pandemic hit, uh, things were a bit interrupted and uh, they had to put that on pause. But by July, they'd figured out an online fundraising model. And once they had raised nearly $500, uh, once in-person meetings were allowed to resume, they went out and bought just dozens of pairs of pajamas from Carter's, which is a kid's clothing chain in, uh, in Canada, at least. I don't know if they're in the U.S. as well. The Chilliwack Cyrus Center is a youth-facing community ministry. Um, Its main goal is to provide youth with a way out of and off of the street. So they have an emergency shelter, they provide meals, clothing, advocacy, school, counseling, and other such services. And in the Czech Republic, scouts there have partnered with the National Hotline Intervention Service for Seniors to offer support to the elderly in over 135 towns all over the country. Over 700 scouts nationwide have signed up through a dedicated application to volunteer in support of these vulnerable members of their communities. Things like delivering books and medications and food and essential groceries. Scouts have been doing their best to respond to the daily incoming requests from seniors in these towns. And it was actually the hotline service, uh, El Pida, or El Pida, I'm not sure, they don't speak Czech, that reached out to the scouts. Scouting enjoys a, a very, very high perception and status in Czech society. 
The way it works is that professional emergency workers from the Alpedo organization collect requests over the hotline, which then get logged into a mobile application. Registered scout volunteers then receive push notifications informing them about a delivery service request in their area. It takes just a quick tap on the screen for them to accept it and to get in touch with the person who made the request. That's really, really effective and efficient. That's cool. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, be prepared.